0: Hello and happy Friday! It is Friday, November 8th, 2019 and I'm Lisa and you're listening to One Sister's Journey Keeping It Real. And as with most Fridays, it's a faith-filled Friday. Every day is faith-filled, I hope for you, but there is a focus on a faith-filled Friday where we delve into some scripture and kind of look at what it means and how, to, how it applies to life today. And the last few weeks, we've been looking at the Lord's Prayer. Many people know the Lord's Prayer, you say it, um, most churches say it weekly. You'll hear it at funerals, at weddings, um, you know, that, like, different ritualistic, uh, I don't like that word, but, you know, the Lord's Prayer is something that is said often, um at different events for most religions so i thought let's you know we looked at psalm 23 which was another uh prayer that most people knew that came from scripture and the lord's prayer comes from matthew 6 and so that's what we've been looking at so if you're at a point or a place where you can grab your bible do that and we'll be right back but no worries if you're driving doing your hair or whatever um I'm going to read it to you, and then we're going to kind of look at it. Uh, So don't go away. Grab that Bible or uh, just enjoy the music for a couple seconds. And I'll be right back, and we will delve into the Lord's Prayer and continue our journey of learning more and how it applies to today's life. Welcome back, and let's look at Matthew 6, verses 9, oh my gosh, I should know this, right? I'm going to turn the page, 9 through 15, alright, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. And that's from Matthew 6, 9 through 14. So last week we kind of delved into our daily bread, which leads into forgiveness. Oh, yeah, forgiveness. And for some people, just hearing the word increases anxiety and stress (laughs) And, you know, I've been there, done that. I I get it. And give us this day our daily bread. Last week, and here we go this week. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We need to ask God to forgive us. And we need to forgive others the same way God forgave us. And forgives us, if you're like me, on a daily basis. And forgiveness can be a life-changing I'm not sure event is the right word, but um, experience. Unforgiveness can become debilitating and truly like eh, hurt. And it can actually affect your physical health, unforgiveness, because it, you know, I've read a lot of articles on. Forgiveness or unforgiveness, and how they do different things in our brain. How cool is that? That they actually do different things in our brain. So, we want to forgive as we have been forgiven. So, what we need to remember is that we truly want to forgive because it's healthy. And it's biblical. But do it because it's healthier for you. And we don't forgive someone because it's good for them. We forgive them because it's the best thing we can do for ourselves. When we forgive someone, we have given ourselves permission to let go. And we've given it to God. And sometimes we may ask for forgiveness... And we may not receive it, and that person's not ready to forgive. But here's the beauty of asking for forgiveness: when we ask for forgiveness, and we admit whatever sin or complication we, or problem we cause or are involved in, as we ask for forgiveness, whether it's received or not received. We are released of that stress because we have admitted our our part, our wrong, and asked for forgiveness. First, ask God. God will forgive you unconditionally every time when you ask with a pure heart. And when we ask people, they may not forgive us. And sometimes that stings. I'm not saying it doesn't hurt. I'm just saying that... It might be a life lesson for us that... When we're not... Okay, we have a momentary interruption. My husband came home from work early. Sorry about that. So, I was saying that... When we ask for forgiveness and sometimes it's not given... One, they may not be a believer. And they may not understand the importance of forgiving on their end. And... It may just be our life lesson that, you know, we are meant to live. And I wanted to uh, read Psalm 130 for you because I think this has an invaluable message on forgiveness. Psalm 130. Out of the depths I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. If you, Lord, kept a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, so that we can, with reverence, serve you. I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning, more than watchmen wait for morning. Israel. Put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with Him is full redemption. He Himself will redeem Israel from all their sins. Psalm 130 from the NIV. And I like this because verse 3 and 4. If you, Lord, kept a record of sin, Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness so that we can with reverence serve you god doesn't keep a record of wrong and i've heard it explained to me before as when we hold for unforgiveness in our heart think of it as holding all of those wrongs in a cup and having to carry it around but when we forgive and we let go that's what god does It goes into the cup, but there's no bottom in the cup. It just goes, and it goes right through. It's basically a cylinder. It's no longer a cup. It's a cylinder. And we ask for forgiveness. God forgives, and we move forward. And we need to forgive like God does. We need to be carrying a cylinder around with us so that as we forgive and forgive others, it just goes in and it goes out. And it's forgotten. And I know some people are thinking, you know what, you don't know what what pers- this person did to me. It's unforgivable. I'm not saying there aren't things that hurt to the depths of our core. But we need to forgive them so that our unforgiveness doesn't hurt us and by dumping it in that cylinder and saying I forget x for doing something that is unforgivable but in God's strength in God's love in God's grace and mercy I forgive you I still don't like what you did I don't agree with what you did I forgive you and release the pain and the hold that you have over my life. You will no longer be a disease in my gene pool. God help me forgive. God release me from this bondage, this Terrible, terrible, eh, uh, ick feeling. Help me forgive so that I can move forward and not carry someone else's trouble with me in life. Forgiveness is for us. And God will always, always, always forgive you. Okay? always forgive you when you ask and you make an effort to move forward. And you can do it. Um, and if God doesn't remember and keep hold of our sins, then we shouldn't be keeping a track record of those that have sinned against us. We are called to be like God, right? And to forgive. So I want to encourage you that it is more than words in the Lord's Prayer. It is a way of life that changes us and we don't forgive to take away the hurt or the pain or the wrong that someone else did to us. We forgive to release ourselves from carrying around those negative feelings that will have a negative effect on the way we feel, think, and function. So we forgive because it's good for us and God's called us to do it and When we ask God to forgive us, he will forgive. So that's the message for this week, forgiveness. Forgive as you are forgiven with God. You won't regret it. Thank you for listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. I'm your hostess, Lisa, and I look forward to talking to you again. If you can't get enough here, visit my blog, lisambusky.com. Have a great day, have a wonderful weekend, and be safe.